Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. This is Amy Barker. And this is Richard Gray. And from the Geek Actually Studios, this is Podcast Pillowfort. And today we're going to talk about what's new and making news in podcast land. We're going to have a look at some podcasts that have created some controversy. Ooh. And we'll wrap up, as always, with what we've learned this week. So grab your headphones, a tall drink, and join us in the Pillowfort. I'm not going to make the comment. No. Because I make it every time. Every time. <laughs> and we were just talking about MTV on the way over we here. We were. So. Back uh, when they used to play music. Yeah. A hundred thousand years ago when I rode a dinosaur to yeah. school uphill both ways in the snow. They were tough days. They were. They were they tough were. days. Totally. Hey. Hey. How are you? Not too bad. Not we're too back. Bad. We are. On schedule this time. Would you believe it? We are. Because we're alternating with another <laughs> podcast now, which we'll talk about in we a minute. We will. Very yeah. exciting stuff. <laughs> so we got all kinds. I've got a huge list of news sitting in front of us here. News, you say? I do. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so the first one, there is a new podcast from PRX called ah. Pet Sounds, like the album. Yes. Yes, like the album. And guess what it's about? Uh, uh, the musings of Brian Wilson. Yeah, you'd wish. Oh, right. Are you going to go see that film? Yeah, I might go see yeah, that film. Yeah, that looks really good. It's got good. Paul Dano, isn't it? Yeah, playing, I think so. Playing somebody, somebody famous playing Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson. Yeah. yeah, in the in the fast festival in the festival, Sydney Sydney Film Festival. It's the, it's, the, it's Featherville, <laughs> where everyone's really ticklish. Oh. No, so Pet Sounds from PRX. It's a new podcast for pet yes. owners. Oh, say for pets, like a podcast <laughs> for pets. That, well, no, but the first one is about mu- whether your animals like your music. Uh. Because some people will leave their radio on for the dog when they go to work for the day, mm, you know, yeah, things like that. Yeah, yeah. And so whether or not, and what animals actually, because I listened to that first episode, and what animals hear because they, you know, their hearing is outside of you know, normal human range, although I have dog hearing, mm. but. That's a story for another time. Um, but yeah, whether or not they like your music and what they can and can't oh, hear. That, that, that year that my my cat was listening to Warrant's Heaven over oh, and over and over see? again. That horrible yeah. 80s hair metal. Yeah. <laughs> that's why that cat's no longer with us. Anyway, <laughs> we had to make it go away. So that's that's we'll put the links to that new show in the show notes. And also, yeah. like to congratulate a podcast out of Chicago, my hometown, called The Feed. The Feed podcast just won the 2015. James Beard Foundation Podcast Media Award. Surely if there's a beard award, we should be winning it. <laughs> you would think. You would think. The amount of beards on this network. You would think. I mean, actual beards, not. Well, maybe you should just have an award. Start a new award. We, we do have the uh, annual, uh, 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 I've forgotten the name of it, the Panels Awards. Yes. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yes, I remember those. We do, because you were, you were on the last I, one. I was, yeah, I was. Right. Yeah. Well, there you go. All that time ago. But no, that's. I, I think the James Beard. Uh, they they focus on other things, not 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 specifically James's beard. No, no not okay. not bearded guys. Because that would be very James. very specific. Very yeah. specific. Yeah, yes. the one bearded guys named James who do podcasts. Yes, would be very specific. Yes. Yes. I don't think I could get into that one. No, probably not as much. No, 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 not so much. What else has happened? Is there any cereal news? I know, there? right? It's been a whole week since we've mentioned cereal. <laughs> <laughs> there is. 
He's okay. So this this is I'm going to quote exactly from a CNN. This made the CNN like feed. Wow, because they don't distinguish between good and bad news. No, or anything. they don't. But the Maryland but they do court it from a 3D virtual. <laughs> Yeah, so they bring Wolf Blitzer in. (laughs) But the Maryland Court uh, Special Appeals on Monday agreed to send Adnan Syed's case back to the lower court so he can file for a request to reopen his case. So that means his legal team um, can give this affidavit to the witness who was the potential alibi for uh, Syed in the case that didn't wasn't able to go in in the last case. Excellent. So, interesting. I, you know, and that makes me think, what's going to happen with the new season of Serial? What if this whole case goes to court just in time for the next oh, season of Serial? Do you reckon they're holding out for the next season? Don't That's you what think? They haven't announced it Don't yet. you think? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the potential for this. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> which means, but, but of course, we have already solved the, the other mystery, yes. which is... Yes. Support for Serial comes from MailChimp. From MailChimp. Mail. Came, Jim. <laughs> yes, we, we know who that is now. It's it's a it's a girl. I wonder if they get a new one. Support from cereal comes from, from yeah, I don't know from something else from I'm nature, so box, cute. nature box. Nature box. Nature books. Books. books? <laughs> I I'm I'm actually still really curious about what they're going to do. Yeah, me too. Actually, because yeah. yeah. you know, like like it or hate it, it was a uh, fascinating. And we're still study. talking about it. We are still talking about it. You know, and it. it's not just us talking about. It. I mean, that it, CNN has reported I mean, on as we. We did a couple of like months ago. There was a podcast about a podcast. There was a podcast about cereal and a podcast about, about that podcast. Yes. Yeah. Oh, too much. Too much. And then you, we podcast about it. And then we so it got we got into our meta spiral, which yeah. we like. I like meta spirals. Yeah. You can read the next one on the news. Can I? Okay. Well. <laughs> okay. So uh, Glenn Beck has announced <laughs> at key uh, has it been announced as a keynote at podcast movement conference in July. So uh, he he's joining. I mean, we've got. The aforementioned uh, serial host Sarah Koenig yes. is going to be there. Yes. And, of course, our favourite Roman Mars and Aisha Tyler. Yes. But joining that particularly <laughs> grand group of people is Glenn Beck. <laughs> it is in yeah. Texas. Yes, it is in Texas. So, he'll be right at home. Yes. I, you know. I, I, want, I want to see the comp- – I want to be a fly on the wall. Wouldn't you love to be in the green room? In the room? green room with Sarah Koenig, Koenig Roman Mars, Mars Aisha, Aisha Tyler, and Glenn Beck. Beck. <laughs> I, honest to God, I don't know. So uh, They're going to bus him in and bus him out. So you watched um, the latest <laughs> season of House of Cards, yeah. <laughs> I would uh, love to see Aisha Tyler just rip into him. Yeah. Don't you think? Oh, mm. my God. Oh, I'd pay money to see that. Yeah. Seriously. But no, he. I, I imagine he's not even going to interact with anybody else there. Probably not. He's just going to come in and do his thing, you know, cause controversy, and by his, pop out. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. so. And his controversial tube or something. Uh, he, he can just go back to wherever he came. But, you know, good for them for getting somebody so big. And yeah, I mean, you know. Who cares? It's somebody controversial, and, and it's good. It's, it's good a, that, that it's a the counterbalance. Well, it's good that the um the, 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 that voices like his finally find a platform <laughs> in the U.S. Because uh, he never gets heard. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Glenn Beck. What's this about periscopes for podcasts? Are we going to get a periscope in here? We are. Can we, we see are? people going past? Yes, we can. That's fantastic. Absolutely. Rawr! 
I like, I like his, so rar is this company and it, it's r-a-u-r no that'd be boo no rar r-a-u-r i'm assuming that's how you say it i thought it was the you're the cowardly lion from um wizard of oz yes who's a bit of a dandelion yes <laughs> he's a dandelion <laughs> that's terrible how how many and i'm pretty sure uh um greg proves mentioned this one yes is, is how many uh like uh gay jokes could they make in one character yes in the like yes. 1930s was yes because like, i'm a dandelion <laughs> it was the whole thing no. but was. raw i how else would you say that r-a-u-r raw Roar, 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 How would you say it? R a u r, roar, roar. I know we're all just gonna <laughs> sit here and do that for a while. So it's this new uh, company that it's a podcasting app, and the whole point is ah. that. Uh, one of the drawbacks to uh, podcasting is that it's not easily shared via social media and that a lot of it requires word of mouth. You can't, like if you go onto iTunes, you can't see what your friends have listened to. No. Right. So, rawr, rawr, (laughs) is going to be this new Ah, interactive space where people can find out sort of a discovery tool, kind of like us, um, to let you see what other people are listening to. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of so, cool, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. I like that So idea. much so that it made me hiccup into the mic. But Did that's, it? Yeah. Oh, nice. No, actually, I really nice. like that idea because yeah. that is, because most of it is word of mouth at the moment. It's like, hey, exactly. have you heard such and such a thing? Exactly. What are you listening to? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or you see somebody's talking. I remember being at a con once and someone said, well, what podcast are you listening to at the moment? I was just struggling to write. I had to pull out my phone and go, this is what's on my, my yeah, thing at the moment. But exactly. if we had that app, you just friend me on that. Or exactly. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Oh, it'll be like untapped. But yes, for the beer thing. The beer thing, and but for podcasts. Yes, you get like little badges for, you know, Podcast Explorer. Oh, they should totally do that. That would be if they haven't. Then we should Then we should uh, Copyright. Copyright. Patent pending. Patent pending. Done. <laughs> I, I I think you should take the last one on the list. Okay, well the last one is Yay. uh news that we we've already spoken about over it behind the panels. Uh is of course the fact that we have a new member to the Geek Actually family. Uh, it's a newish edition. It's it's Nerd Corner. Yay. Uh, those of you nerd. who nerd. Oh, hang on, hang on. I've, I've got. Do you that. have it? I've got that. Yay. Nerd <laughs> Corner. Yes. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, those of you who have listened to probably earlier episodes of this show, and mm. definitely behind the panels will have heard of John D, who yes. is our good friend. Uh, who we've met several cons, and uh, he and his friend John Hammond, because we do everything in pairs. We have two Davids, now we have two Johns. Oh, uh, does that mean we have to get another Amy? And another Richard. If there was oh. anyone Richard. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but yes, yes, we do have to get another Amy. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, so that we, uh, it'll be the double A club. Okay. Yes, but they've, they've joined us on the network. They are uh, another group of nerds who most recently, two nerds sitting in a car yes. talking about yes. things. Uh, yes. But they, did, they did actually mention this show. Yes, they did. Uh, during in that podcast. So I, I, here's, here's a little clip of them talking about us. Uh, so yes, here, here is us here now on Geek Actually Network, where hopefully we'll be on a fortnightly rotation, alternating weeks with um, Pillow Podcast Fort. Filler Fort, yep. Podcast Filler Fort. Filler Fort. So it's like cheese in a fucking fort. <laughs> oh, I'd have that. Oh, Richard, challenge extended. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So wait a minute. Does this mean, because you guys at uh, panels have the, is it the, John D. We have both Johns on this next episode, yeah. And and doesn't he do a like he gives you guys a challenge or something? He, he gives us what we call on that show. It's John D's geek related challenge. 
Or something. Yes, or something. Exactly. So, does wait a minute. So, does this mean we all need to challenge each other with things amongst the whole network? Oh. David just lifted his head. <laughs> <laughs> so, we could have Amy's I don't know. podcast-related challenge. Ha, 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 ha. I will it'd come be, up with something really evil for you guys. Amy's tea-related <laughs> challenge or something? <laughs> no, it'll be no. much more evil than that. Oh, okay. I have an evil streak, and, and this might be are just we, the opportunity are to we play. Are going to be the three? Like, it would be David, Dave, and I abseiling down a canyon or something? Quite possibly. With, <laughs> with a hot dog in each hand. <laughs> <laughs> Serious sausage party? What? <laughs> yeah, I take my sausage fest seriously. Yes, Amy. you do. Yes, the vegetarian that you are. <laughs> Being the controversy issue that this is. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Well, let's move into the saying that. Let's move into the meat of the show. Oh, see what oh. I did there. See what I did there. You did a segue. I did, or a, a segue if you prefer. <laughs> or is that that thing that you ride? I've always wanted to do one of those those segue things. Have you ever done one? I actually, yeah. No, I was talking. Actually, I'm going to repeat a tweet that I made last week, which was I think that um, the uh, the Apple Watch to me it, it, to, to, to phones <laughs> is what the segue was to walking. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I never did get to ride them because I saw the, the last time I saw them like up close, like in in Disneyland. I think there a bunch of people had them. There are actually you can do yes Segway tours of Disneyland. Oh, I'd totally do that. Yeah. Oh my god, I'd totally do that because mm. then you're because I'm short, so it, that would be a completely different sort of vantage point because you're quite tall when you're on one of those things, aren't mm. you? So well, I you know actually... you're the same height. It's just that you're standing on the thing. <laughs> no, I know that, but I would. I would... <laughs> They don't stretch you out. <laughs> it's not like going on the rack, you know? No, no, no. no. We will torture you with a segue of doom. <laughs> but no, I would be able to actually see things and not be, you know, lower than everyone else. <laughs> what are you doing now? <laughs> You're just walking around bumping into stuff? Yes, exactly. <laughs> You've looks, seen me. That would explain a lot. This is why I don't wear heels. <laughs> I don't think they should let you on a segue. No, there are special OHS like <laughs> rules at work for me because I'm not allowed to carry hot drinks uncovered Listeners, and I'm not allowed really there really are <laughs> <laughs> no joke <laughs> mind you we're in a workplace where we have rules around the opening of a door oh so, don't even get me started yeah. anyway but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna but circle speaking back of around controversies. <laughs> I'm gonna circle back around speaking of works talk so today we're gonna talk about controversies mm. um, and Ding, not ding, necessarily ding, around ding. shows that, de- yeah, I know. That, uh, so if that counts as a Prince cover, I'm, yeah. I, I didn't do that. It wasn't a Prince cover. No, Prince. that wasn't a Prince cover. So, no. Prince, if you're listening, Don't no, sir. we're not going to play your songs. It's no. okay. Um, but there's plenty of podcasts out there that discuss controversies. They talk about political stuff or personal stuff or culinary stuff. Mm. To, you know, what if Mike and Tom don't agree on the snacks? Um, but what happens when the podcast itself? becomes a center of controversy, either from a topic that they handled mm. or the way they mishandled or misreported something, or just because the internet went a little batshit crazy about what they said. Mm. So we're going to look at three podcasts today that have been the center of attention for probably some very unfortunate reasons, and then how they actually responded to it. So first, we're going to look at a recent episode of TLDR, which, do you know what TLDR stands for? Yeah, Too Long Didn't Read. Too Long Didn't Read, (laughs) where tech blogger uh, Amelia Greenhall was interviewed about her piece, Quiet Ladies, Wadwa is Speaking Now. 
mm. what TLDR missed, uh, the fallout, and han- how they handled that fallout. Oh, it's a good one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then next, we're going to look at the very infamous episode of This American Life in 2012. And the original episode was Mr. Daisy and the Apple Factory. But we're going to focus on the retraction mm. that Ira Glass had to make and discuss reporting versus storytelling. Mm-hmm. And finally, we're going to... Serial. <coughs> yeah, no sh- yeah, right? Yeah. And finally, we're going to look at the creation of an internet rumor with a very recent episode, oh, yes. I know, of Get Your Geek On and why the hell the entertainment reporters can get away with just citing, and I'm going to use scare quotes and no one's going to see this, why can they just go, we're going to cite sources? Mm. And yes. Sources in- indicate that yes, R- Richard exactly. Gray will be directing the next Avengers film. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So, yes. So, let's talk about a little bit of controversy, starting with the TLDR one. Yes. So, this was this just happened. This was in February this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Amelia Greenhall, who is a tech writer, um, she's the CFO of Magic Vibes Corporation, which sounds really rude. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but it sounds really rude. Magic Vibes. I know, it? right? And she is a pro-feminist. I think I went into communi- that store. <laughs> I think I did, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, she kind of comes... Sort of is a feminist tech writer. She's very well known in the community, and she wrote a piece about Vivek Wadwa. I can't not say his name properly. Vivek Wadwa? That one, mm. who is a researcher at Stanford. Um, and he's written a few books around women in technology. Yes. And there's the big book that they were speaking about was Innovating Women, the Changing Face of Technology. Now, the, the original post the original uh, um, episode mm-hmm. was an interview between uh, the uh, host of TLDR and Amelia Greenhall yes they didn't invite uh, uh, Wadwa to come on and answer to any of the allegations that Amelia Greenhall laid against him and, and in well, fact, the episode was called something like Quiet Wadwa or something. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was because Amelia Greenhall had written this blog post. And so TLDR invited her to come on and talk about her opinions. Right. So what happened was is there were, uh, Wadwa took issue with this. Yes, he certainly did. Oh, my goodness. And they ended up taking the show down and replaced it with this, what they called a redux show. And what they did is they the producer of the show, Cat Rogers, was... Uh, interviewed and the host uh, Meredith Haggerty was interviewed and then they because and, and then they played parts of the original um, interview with Amelia Greenhall and they talked with a few other people and then there was a very sort of confrontational interview mm. between the original host and Wadwa oh my goodness it yes. got it, it it's it, tense it is it's one of the most uncomfortable interviews I've ever and I heard I think there's a fair bit of blame on both sides to go around here to, oh yeah uh, oh yeah and if you're listening um, what what please don't don't sir um, but <laughs> he's really confrontational he is but not without not without reason. a certain amount of a certain degree of I mean clearly to, to, he, to put that in context like as a result of that episode and their kind of throwaway comments yes he received a torrent of social media abuse absolutely and and given that did you listen to the original of this no because it by the time I heard about the controversy the original had been taken down yeah yeah the, all I have are the the clips that they played of the mm. comments yes. Um, which, which were, and I, and I don't know if that's in the clip that you've, you've pulled here. No, no the, the clip, the, the comments that they made originally were yes. to the effect of um, 
because because these this conversation happened on social media. Yes. Uh, Wadwa had private had followed someone so that they could private could private message her. Yes. And and Amelia was it no no wasn't it was Mary Trigiani wasn't it uh, yes uh, was the one that actually said um, the the private message is like the hand on the knee yeah of, was the host of, of it was the TLDR host the who TLDR said that host yeah yeah I uh, said so it was like the hand on the knee of social media which now, is a weird it was comment. a weird way of, it was a weird thing to say yes it, 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 it made him sound gropey yes and that's what he took exception to and in fact. Most of the reason he took exception to that was because the torrents of social media abuse were calling him a um, like a sexual predator, a sexual predator, yeah. and that he was misogynist. Where he'd spent his entire career promoting female no, voice, you know. But well, he doesn't he say says. that. He doesn't say that he promotes female voice. No, that's he's, true. He, he actually, says he's a researcher. Actually, a researcher. He actually says he's not an ally. That's true. He does make a he does make a point of saying he's not an ally. Yes. But he said he'd spent his entire career like never being accused of anything, yes. and then suddenly, as a result of this one throwaway comment. He's getting abuse from yes. all over the world. Now, I can see why he would be upset. Yes. Um, we don't know the full story on either side, though. No, so, no. Um, Actually, I, I went back and I found the original po- oh, wow. the original uh, podcast, the original show. Well. Yeah, yeah. Some people have archived it. The interesting thing is I actually don't necessarily think it's the interview in particular that it, part of it is the way that the host reacts oh, to... Oh, sorry. I did, didn't uh, miss a very other important part, which was that there was some accusation of uh, financial misappropriation yes. as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, to be fair, in context, I can see how that is... It, when you get the full picture... Okay, so this is my problem here, yeah. is because they have taken down the original yes. interview, you don't get the whole picture. You don't get what he's pissed off mm-hmm. about. And... And I imagine it's he just got really mad and said, "Take it down." You know, the, this is the, and it's out there. But the thing is, it's out there. There's probably some from some smell of legal. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, threat, completely, I w- I would imagine, completely. Which, and and these these being they're attached to a a rather large uh, TLDR attached to a large media organization. Oh like yeah. They, they, they it's one of the big ones too, isn't it? Yeah. They were yeah. on NPR or something. The, like well, that. they're associated with NPR. I think yeah. they're distributed by That's NPR. What I yeah. So I yeah. think this actually got. Pick, this was played on NPR yeah. originally. So he was quite concerned about the the distribution of this thing. Yeah. And look, you know, I, again, having not heard the original, I mm. don't I don't I can't comment but, on their comments except for the ones they played. Yes. Um but her the comment that she did play yes. did sound like a very odd comment to make. Yeah. And the and interview I actually think it's the production of it. I actually think their editor should have been yeah. a bit more objective. And we've actually got a clip with the editor. Yes. And when she's, because she's, uh, Brooke Gladstone, who's another NPR person, interviews both the producer and the host of TLDR and kind of asks them, okay, what the hell? Yeah. And this, I think we've got a clip of the producer, Kat, Kat Rogers, talking about how she, sorry, I just knocked over some water, um, what she did and what she didn't do. Described Amelia Greenhall's post was speaking for a community you know, we walked into the middle of a conversation. There's rancor and sort of a vigorous debate going on about where men stand in this debate. It's a horrible scenario out there in Silicon Valley. Women are treated horribly. This group of women Amelia represents felt very strongly about it. He's a public figure. Who speaks in favor of gender equality in tech, right? Yeah. And you know what? This is the problem. This is my problem as the editor. We should have contextualized it. It was just too unnuanced, and we should have called him. I saw a tweet 
in the middle of the week that said, what happened to these people? Were they producing in a bubble? And I think the answer when I read that made me realise, yeah, producing in a bubble. I find listening to, because I listened, obviously that's the very start of that episode. And then the interview that follows that almost erodes all the goodwill that they... Yeah. That, they, that they create yeah. by saying, mea culpa, you know, yeah. we made a mistake here. Yeah. And then the interviewer just goes on the attack with Wadwa. <sighs> and, it, and it's really interesting. Like she, she, almost as soon as he comes out and says, I'm upset and hurt, yes. she starts swinging saying, well, you did this, you did this, you did this. And it's kind but of does like, it, but the very answer first the question, thing Mr. Wadwa. Answer the question. It's like I haven't said anything yet. You know, but the very first thing she says is she says she's sorry. She does, but then after that, she goes on the attack. I think they both. I think both. They, they both come out you know swinging. What? Do you think both it, co- no, no, no. To be fair, they both come out swinging. Do you think yeah. it was a good idea for the two of them to sit down and talk? Um, do you think maybe it would have been better prob- for somebody besides that host? Probably. Actually, I think it would have been interesting. Yeah. But I actually find, having not heard the original one, mm. I actually find the interview episode far more controversial. Yeah. Uh, in the sense that it was uh, somebody who. Uh, sorry, my microphone was falling there. Uh, someone in the sense that it was uh, someone who was outraged yes. on, on a podcast. Yeah. And I think not without reason. No, of course not. No, he had um, absolutely every reason. And, and they were remiss in not yeah. contacting him and saying, give us your side of the story. Yeah, but I actually found she, her, her apology was undermined yes. by the fact that she then went on to try and... Uh, question him, like you know, just just, just really tried to grill him, right? In, in a rather way, rather than just giving him a space to in speak. a way that I don't think she did the other person she interviewed. No, you she know? clearly agreed with. So there was the still original... there was still a bias there. Yeah. Oh and I yeah. I still think it it failed the basic test of fairness. Yeah. On, Which is on, yeah on, what they on, were saying on that, on that balance. Oh, agreed, you know? agreed. So. No, it's it's definitely interesting, and I've. I don't necessarily agree that they should have taken it down. No. Because it's, no matter whether it's sitting on the TLDR website or not, it's out there. Yeah. And clearly that was just to appease Wadwa. But it does, it doesn't, I don't think it helps his case at all. No. Not having it there. Because if you listen to to the two things back to back, you do get a really full picture and you kind of go, just I felt that, it really, they do paint a bad picture of him. And they, the yeah. host, when the person that she's interviewing makes a, you know, a remark about Wadwa, yeah. she she sort of goads her. She sort of, yeah. you know, laughs at the jokes and does all that and is, is clearly biased towards that woman's opinion. And I don't know this guy. I know nothing no. about him. I don't know very much about either of these women, either the interviewer or the expert. And she's... It, clearly entitled to her opinions and yes. has a lot of people who support her but i think from the tldr as a as a news organization they were they needed to just it needed that editor's hand to come in and go yeah, hey this is so. this is too you know you, you clearly you've got some bias going on here yeah i actually i just found yeah no i, I think you're right i think it would have been a better interview at the end of the day had it been someone else because yeah. her apology was undercut by the fact that she actually also one of the things that I found was really interesting was that that she kept saying, "When did I say that? When did I say that on the show?" Yeah. And completely yeah. divorcing themselves of 
the responsibility that their throwaway comments actually had real-world consequences had some, for had this some man. weight, yeah. And again, look, you know, I don't know him as a person. He, no, he, he might be a you know, he might be a horrible he, person. He might we be a horrible know. person. So, but we're not making that judgment call. We're not making that judgment call because I don't know him. I haven't learned, no. beyond this interview. I haven't heard anything about him. Mm. But she made a comment, and and whether whether she and she stood by that comment. She, she was yeah. very firm in standing by her comment um, that she she didn't feel as though that. Um, saying direct messaging was the social media equivalent of the hand on the knee was implying that he was a sexual lecturer, you know, sexually lecturous. Yes. And, and, and it's, it's, but, but he, she, but she said, she actually says in the interview, it's not my fault what the internet does with that. Yeah. You know, and it's not my fault that all these people are abusing you. And I'm, and I was well, thinking, sitting there thinking, yeah. it is mm, actually your fault. Because you are responsible for what you say. You are responsible. If, if yeah. you yell fire in a crowded room, you yeah. are responsible for panic. Yeah. If, you, if you call someone a pervert on a public forum, yep. even if you imply it, you know she, yep. she may not have outright said it, yep. which she was, she's absolutely correct. She never actually said that he was a uh, you know, um, molester on air. And we don't know. We don't know. He might be, but you know, we don't know. But he might but not be. that was the inference that could be yep. reasonably inferred By from anybody. Yep. And the reaction that the public had is their responsibility, or, or at the very least, is the is the network's responsibility? Absolutely. So. And again, that's I think from their from yeah. I think the way that they handled this, the way that they handled the. Do you know what I found really that kind of mm. set me off a little bit when they were talking at the very beginning of this episode, the retraction episode? They were talking about what happened. So okay, yeah. this came Tell out. Tell me, Amy, what went wrong? Yeah, yeah. They were talking about <laughs> what happened, and they were saying how they had to take it down and blah blah blah, and. It, Brooke Gladstone was interviewing the host, yeah. uh, the TLDR host, whose name just went out of my head. And that saying, was the editor, wasn't it? Yeah, no, the, no, the host. The, the host. host. Yeah. And she was saying, okay, so um, so tell me what happened. And they, she was saying how it went up to people above her. And it was, and this is what stuck with me. And I don't know why this is kind of stuck in my head, but it was a guy who made the final decision to pull it. Hmm. And that person who was ever the news editor, the, you know, the, the people sort of three steps up in the thing, yeah. had had conversations with Wadwa and they had made that decision. And it just sort of stuck in my craw a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like, is that necessary I don't think I don't and I know think, it's and I know yeah. I know I know but I actually it, don't think that the decision to pull down the episode was a correct one no I agree I think an apology at the start of the next yeah. episode and an interview with somebody else would have been the correct yeah, response that would have been um, I just think it, it lent the whole it gave the whole thing an air of we're right you're wrong take, taking that their comments at the start, which were very clearly meant to kind of absolve them from yes. any responsibility. Yes. And then the tone of the interview. Yes. Th- there was any number of missteps on their part yeah. there, which, which was they, – they, they, th- they threw a bit of gasoline on a fire, I think. In the Do you think it's on purpose? Do you think a little bit's on purpose? I don't want to make that call because that would be controversial Ooh. of me. Ooh. <laughs> well, on a completely different note yes. – um, the next one we're going to talk about is a very infamous episode. Now, had you heard this episode before not, we, not ta- be, we not spoke before, about it? No, I actually had it because I didn't listen to a couple of years ago. I wasn't listening to um, this. So American this Life. American Life. Yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, had a guy on uh, Mike Daisy, who had a very famous monologue that he did um, called, and it's it's in my show notes here. He was traveling around talking about his relationship with Apple products, and that he was an Apple devotee, and that he had gone to China to see how these products were made. And supposedly he was uh, 
reporting on what he saw and doing this monologue traveling all around. Well, they took that monologue and turned it into a This American Life episode. And as it turned out, uh, the monologue wasn't necessarily all true. And so they had to retract it. Now, in direct comparison with the previous episode, we were the TLDR episode we were just talking about. They've actually left this whole the original episode up. They never took it down, and they directly spoke about what they the problems they had with it, where they went wrong in the steps. Yes, do you know what I mean? And. I think the retraction episode is so much more honest. I agree. Don't you think? Yeah. And so they they, they brought Mike Daisy in and they spoke to people who... And I, I struggle with this one because you... It's the difference between something that is uh, reporting, you know, reporting the news and something that is telling a story. And how do you balance that line? Because if you're doing something like This American Life, clearly it is storytelling. But how much fact do you expect? Yeah. You know? Um, And I think we have a clip here from this one and it's the part where Ira Glass has to actually talk about what they're going to do, where how they came to be with uh, understanding that this wasn't all necessarily the truth. All this uh, came to our attention because the China correspondent for the public radio show Marketplace, Rob Schmitz, who lives in Shanghai, heard the story and had questions about it, had suspicions about it. And he went out and he found the translator. And although Mike told us that her name is really Anna, Mike now admits to keep us from finding her. Her name actually is Kathy just like he says in the monologue. Rob read the details of Mike's monologue by Kathy and learned that much of the story is not factual. Kathy gave Rob emails between her and Mike that corroborated her version of some of the events. Today on our radio program, we're going to hear what she said to Rob. And then we're going to talk to Mike Daisy about why he lied to all of you and to me off the air during the fact-checking process. Interesting. The only thing that I that I that I come back around to is that he really in this one he has somebody to blame. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? He does. yeah, and and, it and was, you feel bad for Ira. You you do uh, because it, it's kind of it 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 is rough because when you're an institution that size, it is, yeah. it is hard to and and you're. You've based your entire like your entire reputation is based yeah. around yeah trustworthiness and like and they ability. took a hit they yeah. took a huge hit when this came out yeah you know because they didn't fact check they didn't go and find this trans so the whole point the the where everything sort of came apart in this story the original story was when Mike Daisy went to China he had this translator that he worked with and she you know he reported that he she took him around to all these different plants yeah. and and what they saw and all of that was some of it was complete fall completely false some of it was a bunch of different things that they just sort of amalgamated together and some and so when they got on to this woman and said did this happen she like no none of it like a lot of it hadn't happened and she had emails between the two of them showing specifically this happened this happened this happened and supporting her story and i 
I do think it's good that you can go back and listen to the original story because mm. you get the full picture then. It's actually up there for it's it's up there for all eternity. It's on yeah. in, it's an internet archive now. So yeah, absolutely. archive.org. Yeah. Uh, which is where I, I was listening to bits and pieces yeah. here. So yeah. yeah. And they should have I don't know, this this whole piece that Mike Daisy did, this is called the agony and ecstasy of Steve Jobs. And he does not he's not a uh, journalist, he describes, he's been described as a monologuist. There you go. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And it's it, it, the fact that their own people called it bullshit like the first yeah. time it aired should have been, do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. It, it's, yeah. It's, it's unfortunate, but I think the way they handled it was a bit better. They got the right people in. They spoke about it. Oh, yeah. You know, they got they gave Mike Daisy a op- complete opportunity to come in and say why he did think, what. Do you think it's to do with the nature of the internet response here? Because when you're dealing with something like this and it's yeah. it's, it's it's basically the truth versus, uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, one reporter who, who misreported something yes. and they actually had to pull the story. Yes. In in the case of the other thing, yes. there is so much wrapped up. There's all these ridiculous men's rights groups out there oh, yeah. who would be stirring stuff up. Yeah. The the um, th- thanks to people like um, you know Anita Sarkeesian and and uh, Mary Sue, the, yeah. the 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 feminist nerd voice is very yeah. strong on the internet now. Yeah. So these things have been cur- causing quite a whirlwind mm. of, of of their own online. Do yeah. you think it's because of the nature of the, the areas that it was touching on. Quite possibly. That the other one, they felt the need to take it down because people were being abused. Maybe yeah. they, they realised. Oh, yeah. yeah. They realised because you know what it's like. Yeah. Um, particularly because uh, it was a female host in the other case. Yeah. What it's like. Interesting, the, yeah. The, the type of abuse they would have been receiving yeah. over at TLDR. Yeah. You know, it would have been very different to the type of abuse that Ira Glass would have been receiving. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, and and I, I put that out there because I think that could could have something to do Has with different responses. Has an aspect to it, yeah. sure, sure. So, no, I could see that entirely. Yeah. yeah. And literally just today, um, yeah. there was, a, there was a, a study that uh, This American Life had wrote built a show around and the study itself has now been proven to be wrong. Um, oh dear. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's, whoop. anyway, that just came up today. We'll put link to the show notes and it will, there'll be a link in the yeah, show notes in, about in, it. But in, literally just today just so came the, up. If you listen to episode 555. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's The wrong. study that sits behind it. It's not that they reported something inappropriately. It's the study that sits behind yeah. The, the episode itself that was misreported. Well, that's, was, that happens. Yeah. And they proved that the study was wrong. Whoops. Whoops, you know, no. But to change enti- tack entirely. Yeah. <laughs> to go to something a bit more fun than, uh, than, than the previous two. There is a show called Get Your Geek On. And this past May the 4th, bless him. It was so... Get Your Geek On is a Star Wars. If you didn't get the the reference here, is the is a Star Wars related podcast. Uh, host uh, Dave Gramillion is on the May the Fourth episode. Was kind of ironically discussing the rumors that there was going to be a Boba Fett movie. Boba Fett, yeah. Boba Fett, where I know, right? Mm. And that this was being reported here, there, and everywhere, and nobody was doing any fact checking around this. Mm. And Part of what this show, this Get Your Geek On show podcast is, is people can call in. There's lots of um, 
so they have bulletin boards where people can talk. And so he said, oh, this is, isn't this funny how nobody checks their, their sources? Let's start a rumor. <laughs> so he said, okay, what can we do? What can we start? It's got to be something realistic. And what can we do? And so he goes, oh, I got it. And somebody you know, sort of typed in and said, how about Joss Whedon is going to direct the, the last Star Wars film? And it got picked up. And some actual news sources were saying it was an actual rumor and that Joss Whedon was in, you know, get, get all in there getting, you know, t- discussions and people have heard this stuff. And I checked it yesterday before I came. I just, I went into, you know, the, the source of all information, went to Google and I searched for it and I got, I did uh, Joss Whedon, Star Wars, Get Your Geek On. And there were over 2000 hits that I got. Wow. And if I did Joss Whedon and Star Wars, I got 83,000 hits, but just in the news part. And most of them on that front page were about, oh, there's all these rumors flying around that Joss Whedon's going to, you know, host the last one, host, <laughs> you, it, that he's going to, you know, uh, direct the last Star Wars film. <laughs> uh, what is going on with these people? Yeah, look, this has been a big deal for me for years. Like, I used to run a um, a film sort of news website thing yes. with, with, with reviews. And it would have been very, very easy for me to report on on stuff that, that yes. was rumour. And yeah. I often stay, and I probably would have had twice the number of hits. Yes. Uh, more probably. Yes. If if I just reported just rumors. Just reported rumors. And I very deliberately stayed away from them because it always has annoyed me. And this is still a thing. Yeah. You'll, you'll actually even it's you know it's click it's classic clickbait yeah. um, stuff where you'll see a, a headline that is actually yes. you know uh, Richard Gray to uh, direct uh, the next Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy film yes. right and then you go into the article and it'll say something like you know. Sources indicate that uh, Richard is in early talks yeah. to maybe direct this film. So, one, the headline is actually a false statement. Right. Two, the actual thing they're reporting on is sources, yes. which, as you say, no other industry could get away with. Right. And then the biggest thing is that one site will report it, and usually it's The Wrap or um, Deadline yes. or Latino Review. Oh. Uh, Latino Review has been attributed for more rumours than almost really? any other thing. They're probably only right 50 because they were right for had a, they were had a string of times when they were correct. Yes. So now any crap that they put out and, yes. and they actually put out half their news via Instagram. What? Seriously. And like what? It, it comes out as like, you know, possible photo of a, you know, someone, oh my you know, God. and it's kind of well, like. You know what? The, you know who I'm going to blame on this? Sorry, and they won't even be real photos. It'll be a picture of like like Black Panther from, <laughs> uh, there's one I saw this week and I can't even remember who the source was. Yeah. And it was like it was a site that I hadn't heard of, but everyone was reporting on it. What? And it was just a picture of Black Panther. Is it too easy? Do you think that's it? It's just it, too it's easy. It's too easy and it gives them hits because uh, the actual- And see, I'm blaming this on Bruce Jenner. Absolutely. Because, because, because he, the, all these stupid tabloids had reported him that this was happening, that he was going to go through this yeah. whole sex change thing. And now that he's actually doing it, they can go, yeah. see, we're legitimate. Well, see, this this particular one damn was- it. it. was a report- You watch. Now, Joss Whedon is going <laughs> to do this damn movie now. <laughs> well, as far as I could tell, there was everyone was widely reporting that, you know, this would be the storyline of the next, you know, Marvel film film right black, right black panther would be doing this thing in this film i can't even remember what the story was now right it, it, it seems so stupid after i read it what the original post was was an instagram yes of a picture from the comics there was no oh source God, really? of, of black panther what? saying you know could this be the path to civil up. war question mark and suddenly they got picked up 
as fact. Oh, my God. And spread around, which is almost as ridiculous as this one here, which is when they said, we're going to start a rumor. No, play the clip. You yeah. can hear the clip about him. Okay, we're going to start a rumor. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start a rumor now. Yeah. Which is, I'm going to play a clip. Zero source. You know what I could also say? I could say that the Josh Str- – here, we're going to start our own rumor. You ready for this? People in the chat, help me start a rumor. Let's see. How, what we sh- what should we do here? Uh, it's got to be something plausible. It can't be that the anthology movie is about Jar Jar Banks. No one's going to believe that. It has to be a, a believable rumor. Uh, let's say – oh, I got it. Revan. Revan. There you go. I like – okay. Here we go. Ooh, and Brian's got a good one. Brian says that Joss Whedon will direct the movie. Why don't we say that Joss Whedon is going to direct a Revan movie, and that's the 2018 movie? Because that's just as legit. That is literally just as legit as what they're saying. So... It's insane. And people are just eating this up. Why? Because it's Boba Fett. That's why. I mean, there's no other reason. It's Boba Fett. Oh, my God. So there you go. You've heard it from here. Joss Whedon will be directing a Revan movie in 2018. (laughs) Just as plausible. Give me a break, people. Do a little homework. Check Google before you run off of this. Yeah. Seriously. Ugh. It's a little librarian part of my it, brain. Isn't it meant to be like a, a journalistic thing? It's like you check two sources before you report it, yet almost everybody says the rap reported or deadline reports. So well, that's it. If you're reporting and, from shit, then yeah. you're going to get shit. And even deadline, who were meant to be kind of like the insider's insider, yeah. most of their reports usually start with, our sources indicate. Yeah, you yeah. Know. And what is that? You know. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's usually no, actually my my favorite one is exclusive. Yeah, sources indicate. Yes, 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 yes. Totally. Oy. So let, let's start a rumor now on this <gasps> show. Let's say that um, I'm, I'm no good at these things. I don't know that that behind the panels is awesome. Because <laughs> that's that's just rumor. No, no one will believe that. That's that's oh. David's, oh, David's got the whiteboard out. The whiteboard's out. coming out. We should the move white- on. Oh, I know. We should move on. <laughs> so, uh, is, is it? Should we wait for David to finish his, his his penmanship? I'm seriously. I'm reading my. I'm trying to sit here and read these show notes, and I have got the worst typing in the whole world. No, I didn't want to say anything earlier. But, yeah, yeah, it's definitely tough. Oh, oh, something about Ed Norton. Oh, okay. We, we've we've got. I think we've got. Our we're rumor. we're going to create a rumor here. We're create a rumor. Our rumor. Okay. Now you heard it here first. Here first. Edward Norton. Uh, will be in the new standalone Hulk movie. Ooh. He's reprising his role uh, from The Incredible Hulk uh, for the standalone Hulk nice. movie. Nice. And I want to say it's because, you know, it's something to do with rights management. Yes. Yeah, you know, yes. because it's universal. Half a, so they've still got Ed Norton under contract over there. So he Look, has to be in the just, standalone. He's in the stable. Might as well trot yeah. him out. Yeah. So, absolutely. absolutely. So that's what I'm going to say it is. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. I like yep. it. Let's you run heard with it. it. Here first. Heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> right. So cool. Is it time for? It's what? time to talk about what we learned. It. I'm learning. Yeah. 
You've got a bunch of things you've learned this week. You've been learning your little brain off this week. I'll start with one. I'll pass it over to you. And then I'll polish it off. Okay. The first thing I learned was I was actually listening. I was catching up on a bunch of 99PI episodes. 99% Invisible. And this is kind of something I – most of the stuff in the episode I knew because it was a TV show here in Australia called The Gruen Transfer. Yes. And so I looked that up. And The Gruen Transfer is – because Gruen was the name of the person who – in a lot of ways, invented the modern uh, mall yes. uh, and and the, you know the super malls and modern super uh, the shopping areas. Mm. And the Gruen transfer is that moment when you walk in to a large area and you get disoriented to the point where you forget what you originally came in to buy. It's like and being start, in Vegas. Yeah, and start buying other yes, things. Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly like being in yes, Vegas. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Vegas it, or Disney, one of the two. It usually takes two seconds in the airport to yes. disorient you ching, 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 ching. I want to go back for a yard-long margarita right now. Oh, my God. That I, that I can drink, drink on the street. Yes, you yeah. can walk down the street and drink a 99-cent margarita. Oh. Not a damn thing wrong with that. And that's bliss right there. Right there. But 99PI were talking about the ruin transfer, but they're also talking about the man himself so I didn't know a lot about the man himself no. so one of the things that I learned about him was um, his view on cars oh. because old man Victor Gruen hated cars he rants and raves against cars continually one technological event has swamped us that is the advent of the rubber wheeled vehicle the private car the truck the trailer as means of mass transportation and their threat to human life and health is just as great as that of the exposed sewer. It's hard to understand him with the tape hiss and the accent, but what Gruen is saying there is, the threat of cars to human life and health is as great as the exposed sewer. So Gruen's objective was to get people to park their cars far away from these third places and walk and stroll within them. <laughs> David just written this whole gun. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, that yeah. was terrible. I love it. So, so I didn't know that the guy who invented supermarket or malls, rather, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> what, was, was not only a member of the original cast of Hogan's Heroes, yes, but yes. Uh, did not like cars. <laughs> did like cars. <laughs> there you go. Well, who loves cars, really? Hmm. No, not me. Gary Newman loves cars. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, you're in my car. Um, Cool. Yeah. Uh, so I've got two things. Actually, I might do both of mine because mine are both from the same episode of the same podcast. Okay. Cool. So there, if you've, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this one before, but there, from Slate, there is the Double X Gab Fest, which no. I have, I have put Gables apparently, <laughs> and I'm hitting my water. Double See, X Gables. Gables. Sound, <laughs> no. Sounds like the porn parody of Anne <laughs> Green Gables. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, it's actually. I was trying to type this on my phone, and it 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 fixed it for me. So it's the Slate Double X Gab Fest. Sorry, I'd also accept Anna Pink Gables, but that's just. <laughs> Terrible. Well, the uh, next thing is good, but the next line is really terrible because this was the inside, inside Amy Schumer edition. <laughs> <laughs> right? But so they brought up the idea, they referenced an article, I think it was from the New Yorker, that FOGO is the new FOMO, <laughs> which uh, FOMO is fear of missing out. 
but nowadays it's it's fogo fear of going out yeah i have that because yeah me too <laughs> because we are also consumed by seeing other people's lives through facebook and yes. instagram and twitter and all this business that we feel like we've already been there we've mm. already done that we've been to coachella we've been to you know Lollapalooza. we've done all the events we don't need to go huh. so we're just gonna stay home screw it too hard Wow. Yeah. So um, I have Fogo. I am going to just go get under the duna with my cat and never leave the house again. That I think that's my ideal. plan. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can I can dial this in, can't I? Cool. As long as we've got podcasts, we're fine. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that they talked about on this was there have been a lot of studies. I mean, these have been going on a while about social media and their effect on us and our own happiness. And that there's studies around Facebook and the more Facebook you consume and the way you consume Facebook can make you unhappy about your own life, make you think poorly of your own life. <laughs> the one, The thing that came out of that for me was... Apparently, people on Instagram, because we all do, if you're on Instagram, every, we all do this. We, we, you know, you get just the right photo, you take five or six of them or 10 or 20 of them, and then you put the right filter on it and you do the right thing and, do, and then you've uploaded the one, right? But everybody thinks that everybody else isn't doing that. That when you put your Instagram stuff up, that mm. you just take the one shot and put it up and it's all pretty perfect. Why not? When in reality, no, you're not. You take 15 and you try three different filters and then you put it up and you crop it and you turn it and then you put it up. Maybe. But we always think we're only one, the only ones who do that. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and I I do like that because it is interesting because I mean, I deal with social media uh, in my day job. Yes. Um, And it is interesting because I deal with uh, my my, tar- my target demographic yes. uh, is is a younger group of people. Right, I I'm just younger than me, half my age usually. Um, it's it, it is interesting to see the kind of things that people do think they've mm. discovered. Yes, uh, themselves along the way. So yeah, yeah, no, I actually find that really interesting. But yeah. actually, I, I agree with you. I definitely I thought I had FOMO, but I've definitely got FOGO. FOGO, yeah, Absolutely. I'm I'm FOGO all the way. So where yeah. do you sit, FOGO or FOMO? What about you, David? He's sitting next to me. He's, he's, Are you a Fogoer? Yeah, we're all Fogoers here. Fogo, so let's all yeah. stay here. Until yeah, we're just going to crawl under this desk. Nice. Call it a day. Nice. Let's cool. Move. The, the mics are on arms. We can record yeah, from Yeah, we can record yeah. from the, under, under the desk. Back to you. Now, my last bit of learning for this week Yeesh. is from the always educational Gregory Proops, uh, who who taught us this, taught me this week in the latest episode, which is just called Brothers. Of course it is. Um, how but do, they all have one word titles. Yes. Yes. Well, he taught me how to get from uh, the, the connection between uh, ball games and carnation shakes uh, what? to all the way to William the Conqueror. Then you take the stick because you couldn't fucking wait. You couldn't fucking wait. You couldn't fucking wait. I have to have the carnation milkshake right now. I have to have it this instant. I can't let it sit for 10 minutes to get soft, even though it's the most frozen object in the history. The horsehead nebulae doesn't have as much frozen mass. Cahotec. Co- co- I can pick a more arcane comment, but I couldn't fucking think of one. What, what about an astronomical event that's happened in the last millennia, Greg? They said that when the Crab Nebula exploded in 1054, that it could be seen in the daytime from Earth and that the Chinese took it as a giant omen, right? And during the Battle of Hastings in 1066 October, um, the Halley's Comet went over right before. And so the uh, English troops freaked out when the Normans came over because they thought it was a terrible sign. 
Um, and when they lost, of course, to William the Conqueror, but he was called William the Conqueror by his own men, William the Bastard, because he was a bastard. And then Alfred, got, I think, got an arrow in the eyeball during the battle, Alfred the Great. Um, sometimes you wonder if great's an ironic title in the old days. <laughs> I'm still great! Where are you? Don't sneak up on me from the left side anymore! Yeah, so that's how you get from Carnation Milkshakes I'm going to be Amy Conqueror. the Great from Amy now great. on. You can now all refer to me as Amy the Great. You're right. It is an ironic title. <laughs> <laughs> totally. 100%. I love Greg yeah, Proops. Yeah, uh, Greg Proops is great. And no, there were no edits in there. That's exactly Greg Proops' like, train of thought. He is the tangent master. <laughs> yes. You know, he is the guru of going on wild tangents. Hooray, hurrah. Hooray, hurrah. And in that particular episode as well, he does the best Tim Gunn impersonation. Uh, I, see, I haven't listened to this one, so now I have to go and you know i have a love-hate relationship with tim gunn tim gunn i love tim gunn but he bags out librarians way too much i've 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 you know had a love-hate relationship with tim gunn for ages but i've just been that's just because you love him well no i just i've been trying to make it work (laughs) (laughs) you just want you want to be tim gunn Gunn or my nicholas cage i'm not sure it it, it sort of it bled between the two Mm, yeah really more of a fashion connector (laughs) (laughs) oh that was pretty good yeah Yeah, nicely done thank you nicely played Very right. good. I think hey, I, I think there I, we go. I hey, think that's a show. That's looking for, towards the end of the show. That is. So uh, from me, yeah. Amy Barker, and Ooh. the Geek Actually team, we want to thank you for joining us here today in the Pillow Fort. We hope you found some interesting podcasts to listen to. We mm-hmm. certainly did. Uh, you can follow us, of course, on Twitter at Pillow Fortcast. Um, That's or, us. Or you can follow the network, which now has four wholesome shows on oh it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Who are you calling wholesome? Okay, four whole shows <laughs> <laughs> uh, at Geek Actually on Twitter. Uh, if you want any more information about what you've heard on today's show, you'll find all the links on our website at podcastpillowfort.com. Thanks for saying that properly this time. I think I screwed it up the last time. <laughs> yeah. And A whole bunch. And it's not Philo Fort. No, Philo Fort. No, thanks, Pillow guys. Uh, we should also mention if you want to send us an email, it's feedback at podcastpillowfort.com yes. as well. Uh, we hope to see you here next time in the Pillow Fort. But, and we're going to go out on a tune which had its own bit of controversy oh, yeah. recently. Yeah. Uh, there was a certain Blurred Line song yes. which may have copied Ooh. this classic from Marvin Gaye. See you next time. See ya.